Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Hello, this is Monique McDonald. And if you're looking for more one-on-one help with your voice and how to make it magnetic, I want to invite you to check out my coaching packages at themagneticvoice.com. Then click Transform with Monique and book a complimentary connection call. Let's see if we can find a package for you that will fit all of your needs. I'm so grateful for your listening to the Magnetic Voice podcast, and I can't wait to meet you and continue the conversation. Take care. See you soon. Welcome to the Magnetic Voice here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel a show where speakers and singers learn how to be more magnetic and align their voices to the divine within. Today, episode 60, We Stand for Women. And now your host, Monique McDonald. Hello, and welcome to the Magnetic Voice Podcast. My name is Monique McDonald, and I am so grateful and happy to be here today with my partner, Shannon Crop. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Monique. (laughs) How are you today? I love that we always start with laughs and joy. (laughs) People must think we're a little crazy, but we always joke around right before we start. And so we always start from this place of like, I'm giggling. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Well, our episode today is called We Stand for Women. Happy International Women's Day. It was the Happy International Women's Day. And this month we are celebrating women. And so you are a woman that I want to celebrate this month, Shannon. Ah, and you are a woman that I always want to celebrate, Monique. (laughs) it's such an interesting thing that uh you know i i actually heard a guy say well we don't have a international men's month and i said we just have an international men's existence (laughs) history through the the dawn of time (laughs) it is an interesting idea though isn't it that um Mm. that we do need to to 
put aside time to focus mm-hmm. our attention on mm-hmm. the women, the women that have gone before us and the women to come, the girls. Yeah. Right. And what influence yeah. are we having with the girls coming up behind us? And, and, and are we speaking up? Are we standing up for them? What are we showing mm-hmm. them? Who are we? What are, yeah. and are we aware as women that mm. someone is always watching? Right. Right. Um, I feel like I have so many thoughts on this. Um, <laughs> right. It's a big subject. It is a big subject. And sometimes I'm like, you know, women are people too. Mm-hmm. Don't be down on women. And then at other times I'm like, ladies, just shut up, do your thing. <laughs> well, that, that <laughs> yes, I, I do get that. There is, you know, there is like with everything, you can go out of balance in order to find mm, balance. That's right. And I think that, you that's know, right. I happen to be a lady who likes to have my door opened for me. <laughs> <laughs> And nice, you know, and yeah. I, yet I am very independent. And I think that mm-hmm. there's, um, there's always a, there's always a, a, a balance within and without of right. the divine feminine and the divine male mm-hmm. and the women and men of our world. Mm-hmm. And we are living in a time where so many people are are screaming for their rights right now. Uh, Many, many people are feeling um, marginalized in one way or another. Right. And, you know, I, I, I work with a lot of women on, Mm -hmm. on their voice and it is sort of a thing that women have a little more trouble in general, this is a huge generalization. Of course, yeah. Um, standing in their power and speaking than men. Mm-hmm. And um, based on our culture and a lot of the silent messages that women get that they should be seen mm-hmm. and not heard, like children, right. interestingly enough. And yeah. that men, a lot of the time, are more comfortable with the microphone and feel like they should mm-hmm. be seen and heard as much as possible. Mm-hmm. However... There are men that need that too. So as, oh, yeah. as I, as I, as, as we discuss this today, I want us always to keep in mind that the divine feminine is within each of us. Mm, right? right. And yes, this month is the month that we've set aside to celebrate women past, present, and future. And also to know that there are men who celebrate that too, and to not put men aside. (laughs) Can I say that? (laughs) Right. Because as as a matter of fact, that's, that's one of the things that blesses me the most is when I see a male person stand up. Yes. You know, Dave's that kind of guy. He's like, we shouldn't have female or woman as a modifier for anything you shouldn't be a female composer or a a, a woman pilot that, that's just ridiculous because we're not we don't have male composers and <laughs> male pilots um so it's really great to hear him and and other guys talk about things like that it makes it helps me feel validated 
not that I need his approval or need his validation. Um, cause I'm just going to be over here doing me, right. you know, I've worked in a male dominated industry my entire life and never really thought much about it, honestly, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me until, you know, the past 10 years or so. But, uh, I, can I just, I want to back up for one second. Sure. You said I'm a lady who likes to have the door open for yes, me. Yes, I am. And I think that's lovely. And, but you know what? I think it's a matter of intention because if someone's going to open the door for me because I'm female, which means that I'm the weaker sex and I can't open the door for myself and I, I'm able to deal with life, that's one thing. But if they're opening the door for me because it's a human to human respect and they love me or they, they want to support me in some way and here's one easy little way to do it, then great. You know, um, so I just I, choose I, to assume that everybody has a great motivation. Well, that's what it. I was exactly going to say. We, there, we have no way of knowing what people's intention right. is right. when they make a gesture like that. I yep. I know that I'm a strong, independent woman that can open my own door. So I <laughs> right. choose to take that action as, please, let me hold mm. the door for you, just as totally. I would hold the door for somebody if Absolutely. I got there first. And, Absolutely. But it is something that is important to discuss, which is we don't know what people's our intentions are. And so right. in our in our pursuit of the divine feminine and finding strength and femininity and standing up for women, we always have to, I feel that we have to, there are to note, to choose our moments, choose our battles, Mm, right? Absolutely. I feel like there's something to be said always with giving the benefit of the doubt. And then there are Absolutely. very blatant things that need to be addressed. And I, th- I right. feel that that is part of going within and really mm-hmm. getting clear about your intentions or our intentions. Right. right. Um, yeah. Is it to make a point? Is it to convince somebody to think the way that I think? Or right. is it is it more powerful to just be? Mm-hmm. what it is that yeah. we want to see more of in the world, which brings me to our quote for today. Each time a woman stands up for herself without knowing it, possibly without claiming it, she stands up for all women. Mm. And that is from the great Maya Angelou. Of course. And she goes on to say, I would like to be known as an intelligent woman, a courageous woman, a loving woman, a woman who teaches by being. Mm. I've learned that I still have a lot to learn. (laughs) And I think that that, you know, that there's so much good stuff in there. Let's. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's. Let's break it down. First of all, I, I remember um, I remember talking to my mother about this, and she would, and it, mm-hmm. it was all about, you know, ha- how I carried myself in the world, and how important that was. Mm-hmm. And 
And I remember saying to her, yeah, you know, I was, I was younger. I was probably a teenager. And I said, yeah, but I just, I just want to be me. Why do I have to worry about, you know, who's looking (laughs) and what, you know, what they think about how I'm acting. Mm -hmm. And, and her response to me was because you want to represent yourself as you truly are. Right. And you never know who's Mm -hmm. looking. You never know whose life you can change or what decisions people make about you based on experiencing you for one moment. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. And then that gave thought to what we were speaking about earlier, intention. and, And because, yeah, I get to relax. I get to be me. But I also need to always be aware of who am I becoming. Mm, right. Because who I'm becoming when I, when I, when I think of life from, from those terms, mm-hmm. who, who do I want to be? Who do I want to show up in the world as? Mm-hmm. And, um, one of my favorite concerts that I ever did, and I've done a lot of concerts. <laughs> was a concert that I gave here in New York City and it was um heavy as the head and mm. it was all it was a concert of queens and arias and songs about queens nice. and it was the year that Hillary Clinton was running for office and for the oh, first wow. time right we were actually considering having a female president well as we know that didn't go very well yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> the thing that was amazing for me with this concert was that I got an opportunity to go into middle schools and public middle schools and high schools and talk to the girls about what would it mean to them if mm-hmm. we had a female president and what is a queen and what does that mean? And yes, of course, in America, we don't have that kind of aristocracy. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> aristocracy aristocracy <laughs> you were so in the flow man it's but, like your brain forgot <laughs> exactly but we all have this um this type this archetype in our in our being of what a queen is right right and what does that mean and and so I, I'll never forget. So I had them close their eyes. They're, so these girls are from, you know, 12 to 18 years old, right? 12 to 14 yeah. for the middle school and then, you know, 14 to 18 for the high schools. And, and I had them close their eyes and I said, okay, now I want you to sit like a queen and feel your posture like a queen and say your name as though you're a queen. And, And it was, it was one of the most beautiful things that I've ever gotten to just, it was so organic and I just got to see these girls be their vision of an important woman. Right. And then I got to take them all. And for some of them, it was the first time they'd ever gone to a concert. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. And I got to take them all to um, the theater and they got to see me. And I and then I talked to them afterwards and did a Q&A after the concert. And I really feel like, you know, I've sung for kings and queens, actually, in my career. <laughs> I've sung at Carnegie Hall. I've sung in a lot of really important places. But that concert, man, that mm. concert was one of the most important ones I think I've ever done. And I want to do more like that. But back to our back to our story. <laughs> um, <laughs> that idea of every time a woman stands up for herself without knowing it, possibly, without claiming it, she stands up for all women. Mm -hmm. When we start to live our lives from that truth as women, what do you think would change? Mm. That's a great question. It is because it, it's very subtle, right? It's not like, yeah, oh, I stand yeah. up for what, you know, it's, it's, right. it's, and I'm I'm not saying there's not a place for that, but just in everyday life. Mm -hmm. And then and then Miss Angelou goes on to say what she would like to be known as, okay. what kind of woman she would like to be known as. So I just want to invite you, Shannon, and me, and all of the women listening to us today. What do you want to be known as? Mm. What kind of woman would you like to stand up for and give voice to? Intelligence, courage, love. What, what kind of woman do you want to be? Hmm. Because I know that Whether we are aware of it or not, whether we claim it out loud or not, we represent women. Yeah. We represent we the women <laughs> in our past and we represent the women that are becoming right now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important. And standing up for yourself in the midst of whatever life is bringing you right now is one of the hardest things not just women do, but anybody does. Sure. Absolutely. It's so much easier to just follow the leader and join the mm -hmm. crowd, to not make waves, to yep. just go along with whatever is. When we have the courage to stand up and say, no more, I won't take this anymore. When we stop tolerating, we've been taught so well. I think especially as women, we tolerate a lot before <laughs> we, really we finally say no. Yeah. And, I, you know, it goes back to that messaging, be be seen and not heard. That's right. Absolutely. And all the other crap that comes along with that. Like, <laughs> if a woman is assertive, she is a, you know, 
The B word. Not nice. The B word. <laughs> As a matter of fact, well, I can't, I can't tell that story. Um, oh no, you got us all excited and you won't tell the story. I'll just say this. <laughs> I was in leadership in a room at a place and I asked somebody to do something and he turned around and went, what an effing B. So uh, maybe we need to edit this out. I don't know. But um, all I did was ask him to be quiet, please. <laughs> so, um, And it's stuff like that. It's like, oh, man. Okay. Well, I was just standing here in my power. And that's your issue and not mine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, and there's so many stories like that. And I think that especially some of my clients who you know, spent their lives in corporate, they basically had to strip away their femininity yeah, in order to, absolutely. to be there uh, is what they have told to me. And, and they talk about this monotone that they had to adapt mm, to their voice right? so right. that they wouldn't be too powerful or oh, wouldn't God. be too weak. So they tried now to that's be just not right for any human. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and all the little ways that, that we, as women try to, it is our nature to flow with what is happening, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so if we're following our nature, we want to accommodate, we want to, you sure. know, it yeah. is sort of our nature. And then, and but because that's usually how we go when we actually stand up and say, oh, no, nope, mm -hmm. here's the line. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All is well, but yep. no. And I remember the first time someone said to me, you know, no is a complete sentence. Right. Isn't that beautiful? I didn't, I, it, it did not compute. <laughs> <laughs> it did not compute. Because I had always felt the need to explain, to qualify. yeah, explain why I couldn't accommodate or tolerate. Right. Absolutely, I suffer from that still. Well, and then and then I then I get to the point where I I realize how important it is to find. To, to help people become aware. I had a, mm. I had a session with a, a potential client yesterday and she had been told that her voice was annoying. Oh yeah. Which is not so nice, That's right? Hard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not right. So, who, who likes that? And, and so my question to her was, so how did you adapt? After mm. getting that piece of feedback. Interesting. And what did she say? And she said, well, I just, I figured that my voice was too high and that's what was annoying. So I just mm. forced myself to speak lower. Ugh. And I feel like that's a really, um, a really good example of some of the things we do. Mm-hmm when we don't feel acceptance right. for speaking our truth, for right. existing, for saying our own 
thoughts and standing up for ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. We make the adjustment within ourselves instead of you don't have to listen. Go, go right. into the other room. If my voice is right. annoying you, <laughs> you know, that's another choice, but right. no, that didn't, that doesn't occur to us. Right. We adjust right. and on some level dim our light or mm-hmm. force ourselves to be something that we're not. Right. Yep. So that brings us to if I'm not going to dim my light and force myself to be something that I'm not well actually if if I if, you know, because normally that's not a conscious choice right it's a, it's an unconscious adjustment that most of yeah. us make yeah and it really isn't until things get so bad that you can't tolerate one more little thing <laughs> that you explode and you're like, uh-huh. and then you finally say no. Uh-huh. Right. And so, right. So what I would like to talk about today is this, this idea of before it gets there, that mm. we consciously choose who we want to be. Yeah. Who we want to aspire to embody as women. Mm-hmm. Right. One of my favorite things that um, that Maya Angelou said in the, at the end of her quote is, "A woman like that that I think is has has given voice to so many mm-hmm. things that I think we as women have, have thought but never said." Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. I've learned that I still have a lot to learn. Mm. Absolutely. As we choose to stand for women today, and I hope every day from now on, to embody the kinds of women that we want to be for ourselves in our lives and for the young girls watching us. Yeah. I think it's important to listen. Listen to other women and their struggles. Listen to the girls and what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. I think that, I don't know about you, but let me talk about me. I I think I leave myself out of that conversation because it's like they start talking about whatever cartoon or video (laughs) game is going on in in the moment. And I'm just like, oh, (sighs) I have Bored. nothing to contribute to this conversation. <laughs> right. And so right. I do, I sort of tune out and, and, and I re- one of the things that I want to work on as I'm sitting here talking about standing for women, I want to listen because it's like learning a new language for those young girls. Mm. Right. And if I, if I, if I commit to being there and hearing, hearing their experience through the video game or however they right. need or want to express it mm-hmm. that I'm there asking questions and wanting to know really. Yeah. And we all want to be heard. And so that's really the connection point there, regardless of 
gender or fluidity or whatever, we all want to be known and heard and loved. And so not tuning out during a discussion of the video game is (laughs) a way to consciously provide that connection for that person. Absolutely. And to remember that every time I stand up for myself, I, I'm showing other women how to stand up for themselves. So when I do it, I want to know, you know, how am I going to do it? Am I going to slam out of the room? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> am I going to yell and scream about injustice? How am I going to stand up for myself? Hmm. Because I'm, I, I want to be consciously aware of who I am. Right. How, how I show power. You know, I have a voice of power assessment and anyone within the sound mm-hmm. of my voice can go to the website, themagneticvoice.com and, and, and s- sign up for a voice of power assessment. Mm-hmm. And when we get to the question of the assessment, what does power look like? to you, Hmm. most people think of power as something bad and they equate it with control. Oh, interesting. Which is very interesting because in that just tells me that in their life experience, like a lot of people, yes, the only time they saw power that they recognized as power was someone exerting control over them. Interesting. Especially women. Yeah. Of feeling course. that they are being controlled either by the media, by, mm-hmm. you know, you know, needing to look a certain way to be beautiful, yeah. by uh, you know, corporate, by by by, you know, finance. To be a powerful, strong, successful woman means you have to yeah. not be feminine and beautiful. Right. I mean, these right. are unspoken messages, right? But we're getting those messages and, sure. and feeling yeah. controlled by them. And to, to be able to talk about what true power is, that true power doesn't need to convince or control. Mm-hmm. Right. That real, true To see a woman standing in her power and standing up for herself is really magnificent Mm -hmm. because she is teaching us just by being herself. Yeah. Power is is a very still thing when it's done correctly. Does that make sense? Like I'm not reaching out to control anybody. Um, I had a a lady, wonderful lady, still friends to this day, but um, I was asking a staff to do, you know, a task or whatever. And I I don't know, she got mixed up in it somehow. I don't know. But when we were talking it out and making sure everything was okay, she was like, you're just so authoritative. And I was like, I I, I asked you to send me an email. What are you talking about? I wasn't doing power. I was being power. Yes. 
I love that. Yeah. Very, very different way of thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Doing power as opposed to being power. Yep. Well, my dear friend, you are one of the most powerful women I know, and it is <laughs> so much fun sharing is. our life together and inspiring each other and holding each other up. And Absolutely. I hope that we did that for some women out there listening today. Yes. And let me just say, before we um, kind of close this off in a meditation, Anybody who's listening who loves music should listen to the Andy, Andy Grammer song called Ladies. Ooh. It is exactly what we just talked about. Um, I, 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 I would, would play it for you if we could, you know, if it wasn't <laughs> copyright infringement. Um, my sisters, my daughters and wives, girls, you're learning how to shine your light. Dedicate some of your life. Stand for them all. Um, oh, I love you that. are beautiful. You are beautiful. You don't even have to try. You are beautiful, more beautiful, more than you can realize. Um, and and so on. It's just that sounds gorgeous. gorgeous. Say say yeah. the name again and the title. And yeah, Andy Grammer. And it's from that first record. It's called Ladies, and um. It's a it's a great song. Yeah. And it's what's what he's doing is his mother, who passed when he was twenty-five, is telling him how to treat women in his life. Oh, that's just so beautiful. it's her advice to him to stand up, spend some of your life standing for them all, which woo! Amen. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for that, Shannon. And for all those of you listening, all the women listening and all the men who love yes. women listening yes thank you thank you for standing with us for women today tell one of the women in your life or all of them in some way what they mean to you and how much you want to hear their voice mm. and remember that we stand and speak for those who have no voice. Yes. All right, here we are. Here we are in our strength and power. Here we are standing for all women. Whether you are a woman or a man who loves women, welcome to the divine loving spirit of the feminine. As we breathe together, we surround ourselves with this divine feminine power. We remind ourselves that we are 
reflections of all the women in the past. Some who had voice, some who didn't. Some who felt they could fight and be heard, and some who just silently were our teachers. I invite the women listening today to decide with me who do you want to become? What is your specific flavor of womanhood? Is it courage? Is it intelligence? Is it love? Is it power? Is it all of the above? Who do you want to become? What do you want to project into the world so that young women can look at you and say, I want to be like that? Or, I can't wait to have a conversation with that woman because I bet she has something to teach me. So as we breathe and know together the Divine Feminine, as we open ourselves up to the question, If I stand for women, how will I stand? How will I feel my feet on the earth? How will I hold my head? How will I breathe? What will I say? If I knew that I was the sum of every woman that came before me, and the blessing for every woman that comes after me. What would I say? How would I live? Today, I invite you to choose. And then choose again. and feel all of those energies woven in and through you because you are your own unique woman. And we are so grateful for you and your courage. And we're so grateful for the men who love the women in their lives. And we thank you for spending this time to honor stand for women everywhere with blessings and love we say thank you and so it is Amen We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Magnetic Voice here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. 
This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com support. The Magnetic Voice is copyright 2022, Monique McDonald, all rights reserved. Our theme music is composed by Dave Croft and used with permission. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.